0: Hello, and welcome back to NRI Woman, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. In our previous
1: episodes, we've covered topics such as giving up one's career and moving for love, or taking a break in one's job to raise children. Both result in a pause in one's career. Sometimes one can continue their chosen path after the break, and at other times it's not possible as a qualification is not recognized in the new country or that the experience is not current. So given the circumstances how does one find an alternate career that gives you the same satisfaction?
0: Our guest today is NRI woman Sayukta Kumar mom to two grown girls, a qualified psychotherapist and one who has begun a new career after a 25-year gap as a makeup artist and consultant. So what got her interested and why did she choose psychotherapy as a profession? I was always
2: fascinated, ever since I was a kid, I was always fascinated to know what made people tick. Why did they behave the way they did? Why did they think the way they did? Why is it that two people, um, you know, would react differently to the same situation? And of course, these were questions which used to come to me in a very jumbled way when I was younger, but then when I finished my school, I wanted to do psychology to just understand what it's all about. And I did my bachelor's in psychology, in general psychology. And then then I did my master's in clinical. And my gosh, it fascinated me. It really, really fascinated me. And uh, I mean, the concept of mental disease or mental health today is so archaic because, I mean, ask yourself, who's normal? Who's abnormal? How can you say that this person is abnormal and I'm normal or this person is
1: normal? No. Everybody has a tinge of madness in them. We've never thought of it this way. She's right. Everybody does have a tinge of madness to them. Just different shades. Sankhi, as she's lovingly called, gives us an insight into psychotherapy. A psychiatrist is somebody who basically
2: um, you know, deals with the medical medication part and then you have psychotherapists who deal with the supportive therapy who deal with working with a psychiatrist with you know medical and mental conditions like schizophrenia manic depressive alcoholism depression but we provide the therapeutic part of it then you have counselors who deal with day-to-day problems day-to-day problems like uh, whether it's uh, marital problems sexual problems educational um you know which all of us uh, go through at a time like that those are normally dealt with counselors and then you have psychologists who deal with the test taking part of it so these are basically the four broad outlines so uh, a psychotherapist in my eyes is somebody it's like a bouncing board it's like a big board where we direct the therapy in a way that you ask the questions and you get the answers yourself through us. Because that's ultimately how you will find yourself. If uh, I start giving you advice, it will first of all be subjective and second of all, how are you ever going to be yourself? You'll always be dependent on my advice, which might not be the right thing for you. So, And, and this is what's called self theory at the end of the day, which is basically, the client finding the answers for himself or herself through the medium of a therapist.
0: She chatted with us at length about her job as a psychotherapist and her passion for it was quite apparent. So then what caused the break in her career?
2: When we came to Dubai, um, my daughter was very young. She was uh, three months old and my elder one was four and a half years old. So, of course, I couldn't work at that time and i was a full-time mom and then when i was ready to get back into psychotherapy in dubai unfortunately i could not get a license because of the laws here they needed work experience till yesterday which i did not have and so i was like okay what do i do and i actually went into retail i mean retail Is not an easy thing to do and you know having two small kids in school and then trying to run a home and then trying to you know be a full-time mom and then trying to be at my store all the time it really took the mickey out of me and of course the most most important thing was I lost all love for shopping (laughs) oh gosh I lost all love for shopping and I actually found myself going into this mall and saying I actually don't want to buy anything So my husband was very happy, but like, okay, that was the eye opener for me. And I said, okay,
0: this cannot carry on.
1: Experimenting with different jobs when one can't go back to their old career is something most of us can relate to. Sankhi's journey took her from psychotherapy to retail to makeup. How did that happen? Well, as my husband says, I've always had three loves in my life.
2: (laughs) One, of course, him. (laughs) Second has been psychology and the third one has been makeup. I've always loved makeup, I mean I mean, I remember when I was a teenager I used to put this thick kajal and my mothers used to always laugh at me and say that you know the amount you take you take in getting ready, and I mean even I don't at my age but I used to love experimenting with makeup all the time and that's something I've always done, I've always done whether it's been uh, um, you know experimenting on my friends or then of course when I had my girls they had no choice but to be my guinea pigs But uh, I was always like, you know, I was always like, I want to do psychology and that used to take up all of my time. And in fact, in India, I I was a consultant in a hospital, I had a clinic, I had a TV program, I used to write for the newspaper. So it basically took all my time up. But at the back of my head was always this love for makeup, which used to just get uh, hidden.
0: All of us have a passion for something other than our 9-to-5 jobs – a hidden talent, something we love doing or making that takes a backseat because of other priorities. Sometimes it's hidden so deep that even we don't remember that part of ourselves. Luckily for Sanki, makeup was always a part of her in some way. In fact, over the years, she kept doing little courses on makeup to help her get better at it. None of this was with the objective of turning to it professionally. So when did that change?
2: I sold my store because honestly, I was not being able to deal with uh, And my, my family and my kids have always been my first priority. So, you know, I was happy to give up the store. And then is when my makeup thing started in earnest because I started picking up degrees along the way, uh, um, whether it was just small ones or whether it was going for classes and stuff like that. And uh, I started experimenting more and more and more. The main thing happened was uh, two years ago when I did a very intensive course with Makeup Atelier Paris. It was a professional course and um, where I gosh, I mean, I never realized makeup could go to that level. It was absolutely fantastic. So I did that and it was uh, quite a big course. And after that, I went to Beverly Hills and I interned with one of the top uh, celebrity makeup artists in Beverly Hills, Kimberly Bossel. And she was just brilliant. I mean, she really guided me a lot. So with these two under the belt, I said, now why don't I just turn my passion into something a little more constructive? So I launched my makeup consultancy. I teach makeup. And I teach makeup to real women like you and me. I firmly believe that, uh, I mean, looking at a YouTube video is not the way to learn makeup, because that's not who you are. And that's, I mean, that's something done with a lot of editing and cuts and stuff like that. And ultimately, you should never look in the mirror and not recognize who you are.
1: Sanki speaks about makeup the same way she does about psychotherapy, with a lot of passion. What about her clients though? How do they react when they find out that she has a background in psychotherapy?
2: Always I have this, are you analyzing me? (laughs) That question. But no, I can't. Honestly, I cannot analyze you if you're sitting in front of me. That's not something I would do ever. But what I can do, what I can do is make the person feel more comfortable and i can sense i maybe i have this innate knowledge i'm not going to say this is because of my psychology background but i do have an innate knowledge of how a human mind works and ticks, and whether a person is nervous whether a person is ready to experiment whether a person wants a different kind of a look but is hesitant to say so so i'm able to gauge that and i'm able to give the client exactly what they want
0: She uses her innate knowledge and experience of how the human mind works, helping people discover the right solutions for themselves in her current profession. She believes makeup is more than just physical improvement.
2: I think the main thing and the first thing which I love about makeup is its ability to enhance who you are. And I, I don't say this just from a physical point of view. It's, it makes a woman feel good about the, herself. It, it makes a woman feel confident. It makes a woman feel happy. And that's what I love about makeup. You know, I mean, I like, okay, for, so like, I've actually fractured my hand just now. And it's a chore for me to even do my own makeup to, just now. But I will still go ahead in the morning and do whatever little I can, because I then look forward to the day. I say, okay, you know, Sankey, you can handle the day-to-day. And whatever it throws at you, why? Because you're looking good. Mm -hmm. And so it just brings out that innate happiness in women. I think whether you're nine years old or whether you're 80 years old, every woman deserves to feel good about themselves. And that's what makeup does. Um, If I go into it more specifically, I mentioned enhancing this is the second thing i love about makeup is it enhances your features you know and it takes away from the features you don't want enhanced again if you know the correct techniques so ultimately what does it do it makes you a much more beautiful better more polished version of uh, yourself right so your inner beauty comes out in your outer beauty and That connection is makeup.
1: And with any profession, it's impossible to please everybody. In the makeup business, it's much harder. So what part of being a consultant does she find challenging?
2: You've got to be very emotionally strong in this uh, profession to be able to hear, I don't like it. You have to hear that, you will hear it. I mean, even the, the most Top makeup uh, consultants and artists have heard it not once but thousands of times that what have you done I don't like it and you've got to move on and correct it that's how it goes and I learned this from a very dear uh, lady called Vimi Joshi she's one of the top uh, MAC uh, makeup uh, senior makeup uh, artists and she gave me this thing that Sankey in order to succeed in this life you've got to learn how to hear No, I don't like it and you've got to have the strength to deal with it. If you feel you're too good and you feel that whatever you do is right, it'll never work because that's how you learn then.
0: Each one of us has probably been rejected in some form or the other in our lifetime. It's how we deal with it that defines us. Sanki understands that. So what else has she learned about herself in her new career?
2: I find there's a change in me in that I certainly have become much more patient, I've become much more um, understanding and I've become much more resilient. I do feel that. I've become very, very resilient today. I've had a lot of health problems in the past, I've had five spinal surgeries. So for me to even stand for, a, for eight hours at a time on a fashion show. it takes the mickey out of me but I've done it and that has given me the self-confidence that girl you're getting better. So yes, it's, it's all been for the better. I've changed as a person inside because I've become stronger mentally, physically and I think I've become a better person because I've become more empathetic.
1: Not being able to continue as a psychotherapist was very disappointing for Sanki and finding a new career as a makeup consultant was an impulsive decision made possible by spending a lifetime of learning
2: i'm not young i'm not i'm not uh, a young chicken anymore <laughs> honestly and i mean having all the experiences i have in psychotherapy and blah blah i've gone into makeup which is completely opposite mm-hmm. but hey why not yeah. why not, why not? I mean, people ask me that at this late uh, day, day and stage of your life, I mean, make-up? Seriously? But you know, this is the message I want to give out everybody. Just go ahead and do what you love. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Just go out and do what you
0: love. She has a supportive spouse, family and friends who have helped her venture out into a new career. This support has made it easier for her and she knows not everyone has this kind of comfort. Nonetheless, she believes that one can still make their dreams come true.
2: There are so many online programs today, there are so many online degrees which you can get even by just sitting in your own room and enhancing your own knowledge. Get the degrees and then see Realistically, what are the steps you can take to make your dreams come true? But all that is a second uh, stage. The first stage is taking that step yourself, convincing yourself that you can do this. And that is where around 70% of the battles are lost. It is convincing yourself that, you know, I can actually do this. or I can at least try to do this. But I have noticed today around me too that there's so many of my friends who are stepping out and they're doing it for themselves today because the kids are grown up, the kids are in college today or in school. You know, they don't need us physically as much. What I'm saying is so I see a lot of my friends, a friend of mine in Singapore has uh, stepped out and she's become an artist. She always had it in her but today she's actually painting and she's actually traveling the world and selling her art and I'm so proud of her and it's just so beautiful to see this happening today so the world is there for you to grab but you take that step forward trust me even if you don't have the support you will get it because you will have the strength within you to fight for it
1: sanki follows her advice she's out there doing what she loves her daughters are 22 and 17 now and she started this career only a year ago
2: it's never too late honestly it's never too late to try and fulfill your dreams but you know the most difficult step is taking that first step forward if you have the if you get the courage to just take that first step forward everything will fall into place for you but it's never never too late to go after your dreams look we've, we've done it all right we've been the perfect mothers we've been the perfect wives we've been the perfect daughter-in-laws I would say this is the time for ourselves today. Uh, I'm not saying that we're gonna stop being all that, but hey, we can add on, right? And we can start doing something for ourselves today. So please go out and do it. Just go out, whatever it is, whatever it is. Just take the first step forward and you will just see how easy it is for you because you have it within you.
0: One of our favorite quotes is from the book or The Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. It says, You have brains in your head, you have feet in your shoes, you can steer yourself any direction you choose. So join us again next time
1: for more inspiring stories of NRI Women. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend and don't forget to rate us. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please email us at hello at nriwoman.com or Twitter at NRI underscore woman. Stay tuned for highlights from the next episode at the end of the show. You can see and learn more about the amazing women we chat with on our Facebook page or website
0: www.nriwoman.com. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring, and be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. I was struggling, you know. I wasn't being able to give
1: my child time. I didn't have a second child because of that, you know. I didn't have the time, literally. And so when I went to Calcutta to visit my parents, my mom actually guided me into this course. She said, "There's this wonderful lady I know, and just go and
0: do some learn about feng shui from her. It helps you to organize your life." New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe!